Chapter 3. Confidence in God, founded on the consideration of our own misery. Not only can the soul that knows its misery have a great confidence in God, but it cannot have a true confidence unless it has a knowledge of its misery. For this knowledge and confession of our misery introduces us to God. Thus all the great saints, Job, David, and the rest, began their prayers by the acknowledgment of their misery and unworthiness, so that it is a most excellent thing to own oneself poor, vile, abject, and unworthy of appearing in the presence of God. That celebrated expression among the ancients, Know thyself, while it refers to the knowledge of the grandeur and excellence of the soul, not to be degraded and profaned with things unworthy of its nobility, refers no less to the knowledge of our unworthiness, imperfection, and misery, inasmuch as the more miserable we recognize ourselves to be, the more we should confide in the goodness and mercy of God. For between mercy and misery, there is a connection so close that one cannot be exercised without the other. If God had not created man, he would have truly been all good, but he would not have been actually merciful, because mercy is exercised only towards the miserable. You see, then, that the more miserable we know ourselves to be, the more occasion we have to confide in God since we have nothing in ourselves in which to confide. Diffidence in ourselves proceeds from knowledge of our imperfections. It is very good to diffide in ourselves, but what will it avail unless we cast our confidence on God and expect His mercy? Do you know that you are a poor little creature? Love to be such, glory in not being anything. Be quite at ease, since your misery will serve as an object for the goodness of God to exercise his mercy upon. Among the poor, those who are the most miserable and whose maladies are greatest and most affecting are considered the luckiest of the poor and the most proper to obtain alms. We are only beggars. The most miserable are in the best condition and the mercy of God regards them the more willingly. Let us humble ourselves, I beseech you, and preach only our sores at the gate of the temple of divine piety, but remember to preach them with joy, consoling yourselves to be all emptiness, that God may fill you with his kingdom. Be sweet and affable with everyone, except with those who would wish to take away your glory, which is your misery. I glory in my infirmities, says the apostle, and it is more advantageous for me to die than to lose my glory. Do you see? He preferred to die rather than to lose his infirmities, which were his glory. You must guard well your misery, your baseness, for God regards it as he regarded that of the sacred virgin. Men behold the exterior, but God beholds the heart. If he sees humility in our soul, he will bestow great graces upon us. Let your heart then be full of courage, and your courage of confidence in God. 
for he who gave you the first attractions of his love will never abandon you if you do not abandon him which i beseech you with all my heart not to do